Let's open our Bibles to Titus chapter 1 for an opening passage of Scripture this morning. Titus chapter 1. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being in your house today. I'll read the first three verses of this epistle. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, that cannot lie, promised before the world began, but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. This is our brother Paul declaring his call to preach the gospel, which made clear and exposed and revealed and discovered a promise that God made before the world began, when there was none of us around to know and to hear and to see and to read what he had promised. He had promised eternal life. Well, since there were no men living, how could he promise eternal life to those that had no existence? He promised it to them by covenant in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible tells us He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. And that His grace and purpose in Christ was given to us before the world began. So there was a promise made. And the gospel brings that promise to light. No men would know about it. It's a mystery of the kingdom of heaven that we learn from the scriptures that are preached audibly as we will do this day according to God's commandment. And God's commandment included the Apostle Paul, Timothy after him, ministers after Timothy, and down to your pastor by God's grace. We have hope of eternal life because of God's promise before the world began, according to that second verse. But the point that I want us to lay hold of best is in the first verse, where it says that Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, According to the faith of God's elect. God's elect in this world have a unique faith from all others. It is our religion. It is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and our confidence in Him only for our salvation. But even better than that is the next clause. And the acknowledging of the truth which is after godliness. We hear too often about people who say they believe the truth. It doesn't matter if you believe the truth. If you don't acknowledge the truth and let it bear fruit in your life in godliness. Because this tells us right here, the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness. We do not want to receive the truth, believe the truth, profess the truth, without bearing it in our lives. The apostle of love, as some call him, I would call him the son of thunder, But John wrote 1 John, and in chapter 2 he said, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. He might say, I know him. I have a great relationship with the Lord. I love the truth. But Jesus would say through his apostle, You're a liar, and the truth is not in you. There's only one way to show that you know the truth. There's only one way to truly acknowledge the truth 
that pleases God, and it's right here, is with a godly life. Acknowledging the truth according to godliness. May the Lord bless us this day to hear the apostle take his first five chapters in the epistle to the Romans and bring it to bear on our lives in the sixth chapter. And may we go out of this place, bond slaves of the Lord Jesus Christ, living obediently and having the fruit of righteousness in our lives and the end, everlasting life that was promised before the world began. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, we come to Thee in the holy and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. He is our only Savior, and we are thankful for Him. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the gift of Thy Son. We thank Thee for the gift of us to Thy Son before the world began. We thank Thee for the gift of legal justification and reconciliation before Thy holy presence. We thank Thee for sovereign, powerful, irresistible regeneration by the grace and power of the Holy Spirit. And we thank Thee that there is yet coming a phase of our salvation that we wait for, that we have not yet received, and that's the glorification of our body, soul, and spirit in heaven with Thee. Our Father in heaven, we thank Thee that before the world began, knowing full well what our first parents would do and what we would do every day of our lives, You promised eternal life, contrary to all Your fairness and justice, through Christ Jesus our Lord, whom you sent to bear your punishment for our sins. It pleased you to bruise him instead of us, so that you might be just and the justifier of those that believe in Jesus. And this day we lay hold by faith that we are that body of elect here in this place, and that you have sent Jesus Christ for our sins. And we thank thee, Heavenly Father, for such a great gift. Our Father in heaven this day, we pray that as we hear the truth, sing of the truth, speak of the truth, fellowship around the truth, read the truth, preach the truth, that we will acknowledge it with a godly life, that we will not just bear witness to it with our lips, not even with our minds, but Heavenly Father with our hands and our feet and our lips, in that we will speak those things and think those things and our attitudes that are contrary to your word and the opinions and imaginations of our flesh we shall cast down this day, that we might please Thee with our lives. Heavenly Father, let the gospel of grace teach us that denying ungodliness, that in this world we should live soberly and righteously and godly, that we should look for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and that we should be zealous of good works which You have ordained that we should walk in. Heavenly Father, hear us. As we call upon Thee, we thank Thee for Thy precious Word. We thank Thee for revealing things to us that I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man what You have prepared for us. And yea, what You promised before the world began. We are blessed abundantly to have the gospel of grace. We have been delivered from the law. It no longer has bondage over us. The promises, liberties, and hope of the gospel free us 
so that we might turn from our servitude to sin before we were regenerate or converted and we might live unto Thee. Heavenly Father, hear us as we call upon Thee. We are thankful for every good thing that we enjoy by every measure that You give us every day in every way. We thank Thee for things natural and things spiritual. Heavenly Father, we confess our sins to Thee. Though we have heard the truth declared so many times to us, we still have in our flesh those members that war against the law of our mind. And so that we cannot do the things that we would. Heavenly Father, strengthen us with Your might by Your Spirit in our inner man that we would put off the old man and put on the new and that we would live according to the truth of Your Gospel. Let your wholesome doctrine and wholesome words guide our every thought, our every word, and our every action. Heavenly Father, we pray for our rulers. We pray for our president in India, that you will protect him. We pray that you will give him wisdom. That, Heavenly Father, you will give him a foresightful view of the future, and that you will fill him with the prudence that your word describes that he might preserve this nation by his leadership, that you would bless him. Heavenly Father, we pray for the lame duck session of Congress, that you would grant them diligence, and that you would convict them to make good use of their time, and that their legislative efforts will be to the benefit of your people. And Heavenly Father, those new legislators that you've raised up, we pray that you'll be preparing them, and we pray that some of them are in the house of God somewhere this day, and that you will convict them that they should take the responsibility for this nation and see that it turns itself more to thee and to thy holy word. And whether they do or not, O Lord, we pray that you would overrule them for the prosperity of your churches in this country. And Heavenly Father, if you're able to find ten righteous souls... On the shores of America, we pray that for those ten righteous souls, or however many you can find, that you will preserve this state. Oh, Lord God, have mercy upon us. We pray for your churches. By whatever name, by whatever creed that they might confess, but built upon the holy scriptures of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, and filled with thy spirit, possessing thy candlestick, that you would bless them this day. Heavenly Father, we pray that everything we desire and that we have prayed for already this morning, that you would grant as well to every one of your saints, every one of your churches that assembles in sincerity and in truth. Bless every one of them. Establish, strengthen, broaden, lengthen, deepen your kingdom in this world. We thank thee for knowing your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, We're thankful that you gave us life, that we might know thee, and we glory in thee this day. Heavenly Father, by your almighty hand, take our hearts and seal us for thy courts above. Heavenly Father, hedge us in that we cannot depart from the way of righteousness. Hedge us about that the evil one cannot touch us this day. We claim in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ deliverance from the power of the devil in this assembly. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that our worship will be acceptable in thy sight. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us. We adore thee. We thank thee and bless thee. We praise thee. There is no God like unto thee. We thank thee that thou hast sent thy spirit 
into our hearts that gives us the boldness to pray after this manner. For thou art our Father, by predestinating adoption through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we thank thee for that internal witness of thy Holy Spirit that causes us to cry, Abba, Father. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Abba, Father, we pray your blessing on this assembly. And we now will offer up our hearts through our lips to sing thy praise. Have mercy upon us. Receive our worship through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.